millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to series, Season 2, Episode 36, um, our penultimate episode of the season. We will have one more next week uh, following uh, following Sunday, but we'll, be, we'll come to that, I'm sure, later on in the podcast tonight, joined by uh, by Smarty, uh, by regular Gilly as well, and me and Gilly have been on about 20 times this fucking week, so, and then <laughs> the elusive, the elusive member of OKB, who's, who's decided to join us towards the end of the season, Mr Simon Johnson, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad, guys, you're okay? Yeah, man, not yeah, so bad. really good. Really good. Uh, loads to talk about tonight, as ever, and I'm sure we've all got plenty to say. Uh, but we'll play that intro, get it, get things moving, and we'll come on to it. Cheers. <laughs> Gilly's not ready, is he? <laughs> Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> Not on it tonight, mate. I'm not. I'm not happy. <laughs> you're hosting. You're supposed to give roles and responsibilities out. Really no. He's the tech. He's the one who controls life. Uh, he has all on public things. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, first of all, everyone for joining us, Gilly. We're going to be watching, uh, and and to you three and Gilly. I'm fed up of seeing you, but yeah, thanks to you all for <laughs> to join us on. Uh, you know, giving up giving up your Tuesday evenings when it's middle of summer, probably nicest day of year. We could be doing all sorts tonight, couldn't we? But we're sat here and we're going to uh, going to discuss. Well, it could be positive, I think, but it could also there could be a few, few negatives thrown about. But first things first. Uh, Gilly and I have already um, had our natter about about Sunday's game, uh, so I give give you two guys the opportunity, really, just to, just to actually I'll start with you, Smart. You were there. You in no. you were in that south stand. You were you were you were you were in amongst it. So how did it feel? 
leaving and how did it feel? So how did it, I, I know it was probably a, an absolute roller coaster of emotions. So just just run me through it. How did, how did it go? Um, definite semi-final v derby vibes towards maybe the latter of the second half. Hundred percent. It felt it felt like everything were falling to bits, and it was just like that feeling of pessimism and everything that's just gone wrong. You know, years before Rads and Bielsa came on board. And then little little Gellart came out of nowhere and planted one straight on the uh, on Stroke's head, and that and that's it. it the, the whole atmosphere in the stadium changed, but before that, it was absolute carnage. I mean, <laughs> they put one on done. Cooper's head before they put one on Stroke's head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? I couldn't believe that. Do you know what? I, tur- I turned down to Harry, one of the lads I go away, and I just went, "It's either going to be an absolute mauling." We're going to dick these, or it's going to be one of them days where we just and you know it will like that one. It keeper had an absolute belter of a game, didn't it? That that save that um, that he pulled out of nowhere when Click had that corner from uh, shot from the corner and and Rafinha's free kick that were a great effort. That I was directly behind that, and it would just you could just see it bending towards top left corner, and he fucking TV saved it, didn't he? Nigel Martin. <laughs> TV saved. Um, but no, it was shite. Really, it were um, it were better. It were better than what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. We did look a little bit more threatening going forward. Uh, defensively, uh, conceded early again. At least we didn't get a red card. That's a bonus. Got to say, but yeah, I would say marginally better than what we'd seen over the last couple of weeks, but still not Premier League standard. In you know, the, enough to keep us up, probably. Hopefully, you'll never know. But you know, to press on with that, we sort will of know. Season, we will know. Well, we'll see. We'll see, won't we? Um, but I, I don't think it's uh, it's that's the sort of stuff we need to be uh, we need to be playing next season. We need to do a hell of a lot better. But it might be enough just, to keep us up this year. Yeah, just on that, Simon. This is the first time you've been on since obviously since since Bielsa went and and, and Jesse's come in. What do you make of the, of the playing style and, and and the players' attitude and that. Do you think they're enjoying playing under Jesse Marsh, or do you think it's just it's just a lot to take in to, to, to unlearn and and sort of learn a new style and that? What's 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 why do we look so average? I, I think we're an average team. To be fair, um, I, I don't think there's any escaping that. Uh, I think I think sometimes we we're, we're unrealistic with our expectations, and when I look at when I look at our starting eleven. There's probably three players that would get into a top team, top ten team at other clubs. So I think when you dress everything back and and you actually look at our squad, we're probably whereabouts we should be. Um, I mean, but with that being said, uh, I'm always full of optimism when I watch Leeds play. Um, I think we've got players that can hurt teams, but you know, I I, I don't know. I, I I look at things and. I think to be able to to adopt a, a, a probably is a, a totally different style of play in in the in a short amount of time in the situation we're in. It's just it's 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 not easy to do. And I think I think they've done okay. I think they've done okay. And I think one thing that you you can give the lads credit for is the fact that they've that they've got that never die attitude. The amount of late goals we've scored, you know. Time will tell on Sunday, but those late late goals that we proved to be massive, and and for me that tells me that they're playing for the manager. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just just a point there. Selena just said team were taught taught a party trick by Bielsa, but now reverting back to the true level. Do you think? Do you think that's? I mean, you said earlier on then, Simon, that 
that, that's that's our level. That's we're performing at, at our level as a, as a squad, as a team, and probably where realistically, fairly where we should be be in the table. So we obviously, as a fan base, our expectations are based on last season and finishing ninth and having a fucking fantastic season, an absolute miracle season, really. When you when you look at it, beating City two one away, you know, with, with with ten men and and everything else that went on last season. But do you think we were sort of shot back down to reality? And do you think do you think then? <clears throat> That it is that that it is potentially the board's fault that we're in this position. Do you know what? Um, uh, uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I I love Bielsa, like I love everything he stands for, but he, he was just too stubborn for his own good. And and you know, I know this would have been a topic of conversation with a lot of people. It, sometimes you're not when you're when you're in playing at, at elite level. And you, you, you're going up against the top guys in the world. They're not dummies. So when we first went in the Premier League, when we got back to the sort of promised land, nobody was ready for what, what he was bringing to the table. Nobody was ready for it. Nobody was expecting Leeds to just go bang. We're going to attack you. We don't care. Um, but then the second season, you get figured out. And, and yeah. you've, then got to, you've then got to sort of... Oh, okay, the the sustos. How can we then go again and and probably adopt slightly different tactics? And I don't think he'd done that. And I think that's been probably the downfall of the season, really, and just being probably a little bit too stubborn. For, yeah, for me, I think, I think that, if I can just interject, for, for me, I, I agree with what Simon's saying, but obviously there is an element of being found out, as you've said. Like you know, a lot of people have said, but it's about maintaining them levels and then maybe going a step further. You know, so we should have maybe invested in the squad, but for me, we didn't. We didn't maintain those levels from from the get go. In my opinion, we weren't at the races. We weren't playing the same sort of style of football, whether that be because we were, you know, affected by injuries or whatever. But we weren't from the off the same team we were the you know the previous season. Now there were never any reports of any sort of issues in training. Apparently, the stats were were there. The running stats were higher. Everything were looking absolute golden. And then we were given an absolute spanking by Scum first game of season, and it just kind of just meandered into the world of. It set the, set the tone, didn't it? Set the tone. It was just, it was just, it was just a, it was just a bit of a pants start to the season. It wasn't great. It wasn't good football. We weren't seeing the the nice triangles and progressive play that we used to see under Bielsa. And it was just, it was just wasn't the same. And like you say, it set the precedent then, and then it all just kind of went to rat shit as soon as, like you said, Sai, you know, we, you know, we didn't progress. We started losing players. We lose We lost important players. We lost the spine of the team. Yeah. You know, Bamford. Just to add what you said, I, th I think I think I think if you were to take, I mean, obviously we, he's played the game a lot higher level than any of us. But to say that that that, that he thinks the squad are playing for for Jesse is has got to be a positive. You know, they are still battling until the ninetieth minute, and and the. The amount of late, I'd love to know the stats on late goals and, and equalizers and winners we've had this season because without them we'd be absolutely fucking tossed. Way off it. Way off it. In the ninetieth, the ninety-first, the ninety-second, the ninety-third, the ninety-fourth, the ninety-fifth, yeah, and the ninety-sixth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So zero seven. Yeah, that's right. UFC data or some sort of stats. Some stats guy on Twitter. Uh, he put it out that we'd done like six or seven 90 plus minute uh, equalizers or, or winners this season. And that's that, that, that just, yeah, that just, that just, that, I mean, that just complements the the fitness and that, that the players have got, you know, we are probably, 
still arguably the even you know the fittest team in the league. On you know, what I mean, they, they they still can run like fuck. Um, yeah, but it's it's just it's just we just I don't know. But what we'll come on to sort of plans and moving on and everything and in a little bit. But 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 based on based on that performance, then Simon, do you think do you think we've got enough to to, to stay in the league? I've, do you know what? I've always, and uh, we can trace it back when I says I was playing up, saying three easy three points at Arsenal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I've always, I've always thought we'd do it. I've always thought we'd do it. Um, it's, it's probably a little bit closer than I would have, I would have liked at this point. But I, I can't see, <laughs> I can't see Burnley. I can't see Burnley picking up the points, and Everton are. Everton have got work to do. Everton yeah, have yeah. really got work to do. So, um, and and given what, what I've seen in their last game with the sendings up, it's like it's not going to be easy. And football's a funny old game. We've seen it this season has been crazy, right from the Premier League down to the to the sort of basement league, and anything can happen. But I'm I'm quietly confident. I don't know if that's just because this is the team I follow, but. I don't know, yeah. I've just never thought we'd get relegated and I still feel the same. So just on that comment there then, we should have been safe oh. by now, but Marsh has been tying the players' hands behind the back. So do you think that the balance has gone too far the other way? We, we needed to change it so that we weren't getting battered week in, week out. Has it gone too far the other way in as much as we, we, we've tightened up, but then we've lost a lot of or too much of what we had going forward? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I would. This is something. It's hard to answer that, Gilly. To be fair, because I would love to see the, the sort of stats in terms of chances created or, or real sort of big moments in the opposition's um, final third. Because I look at I look at the game against Brighton the other day, and I, I was I feel we should have won that game comfortably. Um, obviously, we it was interesting. You say where... that because I said same, and Luke said, "Nah, not comfortably, not at all. I, <laughs> not having I, any I of it." Thought... I didn't feel comfortable at all at any yeah. point in that game. Yeah, listen, when, when <laughs> feeling comfortable is a bit different. <laughs> yeah, I, I think when we go one down, it, it, it's a total different proposition then because you've got a, you've got no choice but to push bodies forward, and and so you're gonna you're gonna give chances and concede chances. But I thought we were, I thought we was loads better than them. I don't know if that's because I've got me me blinkers on or what, but I just thought it was a better team. I thought it's we worth, started well. I thought we started really well and it wasn't until we went behind at that point that I thought, ah, we may struggle here now because up to, you know, really, let's be honest, since Marsh has come in, apart from a couple of flashes, we've ne- never really looked that attacking, you know, yeah. like, especially like we used to do. So for it to be absolutely on the wire then and be so important that we do go and search for a goal and stuff like that, it did, I, I was thinking now uh, we might be done here. We might have to just, you know, try and manage this as best we can. I, I didn't expect to score at all. From that point, yeah. I mean, we had, like I said, we had the we had the shots, we had a couple of bits and bobs, but we just I mean, Joffy's so done enough to score, aren't he? Cooper's you, not in the way. Joffy scores; he's done enough yeah. to. Oh, yeah, absolutely! Goal, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you one thing though: that we did look far more promising with that one pivot formation than what we have done with the two pivots he's played previously. Now, yeah. I understand why he's probably played those two pivots because he's been hoping that we can snatch a draw against one of the, you know. Arsenal, City, or Chelsea, we were never going to win those games. Whereas, obviously, the philosophy of Bielsa was go at him. If we get battered seven nil, it doesn't matter. I'd rather lose seven nil than one. At least we've been you know entertaining. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand that. And I understand. And I can understand why fans are understand why fans are still clinging to that. 
I completely can because it was gorgeous. It was lovely to watch. It was exciting. It was, you know, it was everything that fo- you, that football should be. Um, but ultimately, it's it's a it's a it's a points business. And, and if we don't score, if we don't get enough points, we, we don't stay in the league. So, um, so yeah, interesting, interest, interesting thoughts. We're going to go on to uh, and have a bit of a chat now uh, briefly. I think Gilly's got some predictions for us from that game. I have indeed, and and you know what. Uh, so I want prepped. I've been putting them together while we've been on here, and th- th- there is a remarkable revelation. Also, no better predictions. Ah! <laughs> that is a gilly trick, man. is that, isn't it? <laughs> Bottom hand. No, that were perfectly timed. Bottom hand top <laughs> has been secured. It's finished. Fuck off. Yeah, bo- bottom and top has been secured. It's not finished. Bo- it's only 28. The bottom player is six points adrift. How are you feeling, Smarty? But what happens if somebody predicts a Brighton winner and and minus five, but Smarty gets it spot on? So, I suppose, I suppose it's not 100%. But there are six points adrift at the bottom and six six points clear at the top. Um, Let's call that Smarty. It's not me. It's not Smarty. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. No, no, it Smarty spent a, um, a lot of the season at, at the bottom adrift, but no, it's it's Jason at the bottom with 10. Uh, Render, uh, Sai, and Carl all on 16. Uh, Smarty is on 18. Me and Jay are on 23. Bren and Luke are on 24. Stats is on 26. And the fans the are fans? on 32. <laughs> it's the <laughs> wisdom of crowds. The fans are on 32. <laughs> they got it spot well on. <laughs> never. Never. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, hopefully the fans go for a Brighton win this week. And then I just saw Brentford. fly up the fucking top. Back, ed- back post, strike, Edder. That's what I want to see. Can't go for a Brighton win, um, mate. Yeah. Nah, I'm well, not gonna- unless you're going in a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not Brighton, Brentford. Right then, let's go on to the Twitter poll results. Come at me, Smarty. Hello. Well, I'm not in charge of the videos. I'm in charge of the uh, the comments. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm keeping a low profile this week. Um, So for tonight's main subject for the pod... Uh, we have inspirational quotes, great or cringy. Do we sack the board? Question mark, question mark. Even if we stay up, is that the last time we see Phillips? And does Marsh stay or go in the summer? And with a unanimous vote with 40%, it's squad and board overhaul. So, do we sack the board? And do we overhaul the team? I think it's kind of going to run into each other. But firstly, do we sack the board, Luke? Should we get rid of them I all? Think, Bearing in mind that, or, that Victor Otto is not on the board, by the way. No, I think so you I can think include him as well if you I, like. I think we've got. A, I think we're probably going to be in for some wholesale changes in the summer anyway, regardless of what happens. We're going to see. I think if we stay up, I think the board will have learned the lesson and invest quite a bit more money this season because I don't think they'll be in a similar position next season. Should we stay up? Um, no. Do I think this board will be in charge come the start of next season? I think that much very very. I think that very much depends as well on. On where we finish the season, I think if we, I think if we're relegated, I think Rads has no option but to stay in charge. Um, whereas, if we manage to stay up by the skin of his teeth, I think he'll exercise the option to flog the club if uh, if 49ers are interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we sack them? 
I've said I've said this. I've re repeated it a number of times. Look, they've they've made a lot of errors this season, but without 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 their investment and without without their support, sort of the three years and getting Bielsa in, we wouldn't be back in the Premier League realistically. We would still be stuck with you know Salino type people or fucking you know people like Chan Siri at Chef Wednesday, who's you know. Yeah. You know, your Derby guy, your Mel Morris, you know, there's some real crooks in that championship in the AFL. Um, and whilst the ownership is, is sort of on two completely different scales in the Premier League, you've got sort of your big spenders and then you've got everybody else pretty much. And then you've got a couple, two or three others. That's my dog just attacking the back door. So, yeah, sorry about that. Um, your back door. Do we sack them? I don't think if we get relegated, I don't think we'll have an alternative. Um, if we stay up, I think he'll sell up anyway. So I think I think we'll, I think either way we'll, we'll, we're without the same board next season in some shape or form. Yeah. Um, I mean the board are Rads, Kinnear, 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 uh, Parag, Martha. I think quite a few of us know about Pete Lowry or Pete Lowry. I think off the top of my head. There's a couple that I didn't. I had to find out who they were. Massimo, Off the top of your head while, you, while, while you're looking down at the page. no, no, it's the two. I've got the two down here: Massimo Marilent, Mar, Marinelli and Sandro Mencucci. Menucci. I don't know. How they, I mean, I don't even know what them two are. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> but as far as it, say we do stay up or go down this season, um, with regards to recruitment, then. Do we need to shake up our uh, director of football by any chance? And we need to be very careful, obviously, what we say because of that, you know, this guy on the top of the corner here. <laughs> we do name our podcast after the guy. Simon, do we need to uh, do we need to have a look at changing that sort of position in the club? I'm gonna to be totally honest, I don't I've never focused too much um with those people at that level at a football club. Um it's maybe something that I should have done. Uh, over the years, but I mean, listen. I, I think one thing I would say is is you know sometimes football fans can be a little bit fickle uh, with with without sounding too sort of or talking out of term too much. Um, you've got to remember what these guys have have done to to get us where we are, and I think sometimes it's all too easy to forget that um, you know. Uh, I think I think it's a difficult question to answer right here and now. I'd rather I'd rather be asked that question after Sunday's results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I do. I don't. No, I understand. And, and to be honest, I think well, maybe not fifty-fifty. I think the majority of people will probably end up uh, quite happily see the back of all. Let's be honest, because of the appointments, manage you know managers that he's made. You know, and I mean he's employed so many bogus. I mean he got they struck lucky with Bielsa, didn't they? But you know, time will tell with Marsh. But we with Eckingbottom and fucking hell, you know the rest of the, the roster we've seen through the doors. But for me, I mean, I understand that you know you, you'll get a couple of bad eggs through the door. But there haven't been that many inspirational or like game changers that he signed. I mean, he signed Rafinha. He's also signed Furpo, Whatever your you know your opinions are on them, and there's so many other different sort of players that haven't had any sort of effect. For me. And I'm going to come to you next, Gilly. For me, it's, it's been too much miss and not hit. What 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 are your opinions on that? Completely the opposite. Do you so, think? I'll, I'll 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 give you your dues on that. I think we're in a position where, if you look at his his early time with the club, 
It was mm. far more missed than hit. But at that point in time, it was tasked with going out and finding cheap players and bringing bulk. Just bringing numbers. And if some of them work out, great. And then when Bielsa joined, he didn't want any of that at all. He wanted the right players, the right mentality. He wanted the right humans in the squad. Um, so it was more a mentality and a capability and knowing that it's going to be the right fitness level and knowing that it was going to be an individual that would come in and maintain value, I think was something else that, that Bielsa craved in his players. So the ask against Orta completely changed to the opposite end of the spectrum as to what was, what was being asked of him. And if you look at the players that he's brought in, all right, we can look at Rodrigo and we can say, well, he's not... He's not hit the heights that you expect of him. We've seen it in patches. The tail end of last season, the, the few games when, when Jesse first came in, you could see that there was a capability level there that he's not shown. He's had peaks and troughs, and there's been more troughs than there's been peaks. So, you know, that, that bit's disappointing. I think the Dan James signing was too expensive. Actually, he's turned around in terms of, I mean, all right, he got himself sent off. I thought he was unlucky to be sent off. But I love the fact that he's he's not willing to be bullied. He's not going to stay quiet. He's going to put himself into a challenge. As Leeds fans, we crave that. That's what we want from our players. We want the endeavour. We want the work rate. And do you know what? The capability is important, but that's kind of secondary to that work rate as Leeds fans, I would say. So I think if you look at the ask that Autos had, I think we're in a position where it, it's changed so much. And if you look at the value of the, you know, the, value of the deal that I mentioned around Dan James, um, that's that, that's one element. But look at the value that we got against Rafinha. Now, if we stay up, he's going to be worth seven or eight times what we paid for him. So I think we're in a position where he's he's done a decent job. Yes, all right. Some some misses, some hits. Uh, and we've been in a position where Wassim Boy and Debock and, and so on linked with the club yeah. for such a long time. We're put on the wrong contracts and they're the, the wrong individuals right from the outset. But I think if, if you look over his record um, and, and the players that he has brought in, so many of them have maintained our increased value that it's very difficult to give him such a rough ride compared to what some... I, I'm not saying you are, but a lot of fans on Twitter and so on. No, no, oh, no. shit, like, didn't like know his it. job. He, 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 I, I, so I think it's, it's really difficult. Equally, the markets during the period that he was trying to sign players and what COVID did to that was so difficult. And if you think two, two and a half years were impacted by that and by how you could approach players, whether you could even go and have meetings with their representatives... When you couldn't travel, you couldn't go abroad and see players play and so on. It all had to be video. I think I think he's done against the backdrop of a difficult scenario and a difficult manager to work with. You know, for all his uh, his brilliance, we know that he was a difficult individual to work with yeah, yeah. because he was so particular and he was so meticulous that I think that he's done a decent job with all of that context. I think just to touch on a, a couple of things that you mentioned before around the board of directors, I think, so Marinelli is um, uh, a, um, a leader in the Acer company, uh, the Acer Holdings company. So I think if Rads goes, he goes. And if Rads stays, he stays. Uh, Lowy, I think, has been a Leeds fan all his life. Yeah, that's the Westfield company. It's a bit, 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 bit he's based, I, I he's based over I there. It, I don't have great stuff about him. Um, but I think an investment finance, isn't it? Uh, and, and, and then um, uh, Massimo, but 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 not that Massimo. <laughs> not time to go, Massimo. Um, so I, I think um, those ones are kind of 
I would say fringe. You know, they're not they're not controlling shareholders now. They're not going to be controlling shareholders in the future. It's going to be. I mean, to my mind, it's going to be Rads or it's going to be Forty Niners. Now, the question that you ask: Should we sack the board? I don't think we've got that opportunity. It's on Rads. If Rads goes, he goes to Forty Niners. If he stays, he stays there. That's not our choice. We're not in a position to make that choice. So I think there has been mistakes made. And back to Luke's point, there's been mistakes made. Um, we could see that we were crying out for a 10. We were crying out for a dynamic eight. And do you know what? If we signed Coutinho um, at, at the point at which Aston Villa did, we're in their position and they're probably in ours. Facts. Yeah, but they've still got strike and they've still got all the work. You're right, but yeah. They've, they've I got off my soapbox now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Good points, mate. Good points. But at the end of the day, someone's got to come down. Um, the axe has got to fall on someone. We're in, we're in a you know position where we are for a reason. Whether it's Bielsa being stubborn or whether it's the board not backing him, you know, who's who's at the end of the day, Luke, out of the board, who, who's got a cop for it? I mean, they've got to come out at the end of the season and say, look, this has happened because of this. Now, whether they throw Bielsa under the bus or not, that's probably going to be the most, most likely outcome. But at the end of the day, someone's got to take the rap for our feelings this season from the board. I, I completely agree, but I think I think I think the I think the problem started when the 49ers started getting involved and, and dual ownership makes things more difficult. End of. Um there's 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 argument there's argument. Obviously the 49ers want the best best investment. Um who knows? They might have blocked transfers in in the summer to get a cut price fee. Um they might, you know, there's all sorts these people are businessmen, they're not foot, they're not Leeds fans, they're not Leeds fans. They're the businessmen. They don't give a flying fuck about these United. They care about the money. That is it. You know, they don't actually care. Um, so, I mean, ultimately, it's got to fall down on Rads for making those business decisions. It's his business at, at the moment. Leeds United is his business. Um, he decided to get investment from... Um, from is, is somebody running, running a crash? I can hear loads of kids tell it. It might be earphones and he can't hear what's going on behind him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> you got loads of kids in the background. Oh. <laughs> Jenny Dan. Get them told. Get, Just that dad point. Get Ronnie telling off. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know because you'll have soundproof. Dad's on the internet. Have you got sound cancelled here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only hear what's going on here. Sorry, guys. Right. Who <laughs> No, just I, I just I didn't know if they, if they were watching like uh, I don't know some kids programs or something. But I, I, anyway, I uh, just it, you what... to be fair. I just thought you were battling through it. I just want on the poll. We'll just one more thing. What came in second place? What um, does Marsh uh, go? Or does he stay next season? Just quickly, what what do you think? He stays regardless for me. Yeah, Gilly. They can't afford to sack him. They're giving him a three and a half year deal. They're not going to sack him in, yeah, in close season. No, no. And to be fair, I, I don't think they've given him an opportunity to succeed, have they? No, they haven't really, have they? Let's be honest. Simon? Yeah, I, I, I quite like him. I love his interviews. He's quite a passionate dude, which is something that I can really get on with. I, I would definitely keep him, yeah. Mm, I agree. I think I think I have, I have said a little bit about him, you know, over the last couple of pods or whatever, and, you know, it's been quite, I've been quite vocal about it. But I, I've always said that he deserves to be given the opportunity properly whether it be in Championship or whether it be in Premier League next season, but time will tell. I, I still might edge my bets and say he'll be sat by Christmas, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, won't we? He won't be playing the same the same brand of football if next no, season, you know. No, 
Because uh, he'll be, do you know what I mean? He can't, so. can he? He can't, no, can he? No. If, if he does, then we are absolutely, you know, destination <laughs> fucked. He's almost come in as this contingency plan, hasn't he? At, uh, at the rate we were losing, we were going down heavily, weren't we? And he was yeah. brought in as a contingency plan to, to to change things up and try and keep us in the Premier League by by no by nook or cranny. He's he, he's he's played two pivots. He's you know he's done everything the fans want. He's 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 played he's played Gelhart. He's played you know he's played people people in position who we want to play in, and and yet still he's still get. Because the football is not that exciting, and it's shit. It is shit to watch in comparison to a BLS game. But we have said, don't, don't say that. Don't tell Smarty that. He fucking loves it. What? <laughs> and the brand of football that we're playing at minute. Yeah, mate. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> That's not my I'm gonna get a screen like you. I'm gonna have a screen here with that shit. He's playing all the fucking time. Um, but no, no. Well, I've lost my train of thought there. You've completely come completely <laughs> with you with your bullshit. So <laughs> I'm no to you. I tell you what, lads, there's a lot of blue on show tonight, isn't there? I'm loving blue. these retro blue oh, shirts. Look at this. You didn't get the memo, blue. Simon. No. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit jealous. I might nip off and grow and grab. I do like the Lazio one, but I mean, this this is one of my favourite shirts out of, out yeah, of any of the it. ones that I've got. But I do. I like just the love the blue and yellow, or blue in general. It just it just it just hits right, doesn't it? And do you know it, what? I said it at weekend. It really, really, really fucks me off that Chelsea have got a more Leeds kit than Leeds have got. It yeah. really pisses right? me off, that, that blue and yellow one. Right? Yeah, that's what kicked it out of the conversation. They have as well. <laughs> no. Don't know, yeah, that's Paul. That's Paul done. All right, then. We'll just do a, play a very, very quick message from our new sponsors, which is uh, a little, little, uh, a little bit of... A venture of my own. So, yeah, Gilly, I'll let you uh, play your sexy little voice. <laughs> yeah, <that's how> <laughs> there we go. CBD are a family company with a local shop feel and exist to continue to promote the obvious and immediate benefits of CBD products while keeping the cost to you, the consumer, as low as possible. You'll find multiple flavours available on our site, answers to frequent asked questions and suggestions on what is right for you, as well as a web form for you to get in touch. There's free delivery on orders over £50, and don't forget to use the Auto Know Better discount code of OKB10 for 10% discount of all products. Lastly, a portion of all profits will be donated to mental health charities. I'll yeah, tell you what, mate. That's my new business venture. Well done. It's like silk, in it? It's so good. <laughs> you can yeah. pay him five quid and he'll read you a Martina Cole novel as well. <laughs> or anything of your choice. Martina fucking Cole. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I know my mum used to read him when I was fucking. <laughs> I, I think that's a dude. I think that's a dude with a pseudonym. Who knows? A what? <laughs> I think it's a pen name. I think that's a dude, Martina Cole. It could yeah. be. Cock in um, a frock. I mean, it could be anywhere now? these days, couldn't it? it could be all... <laughs> what do we do? What do we use to talk we about now? Not <laughs> us. I don't remember, mate. After Paul, we normally go into the game coming up. Yeah, I thought that, but I have just felt we've got there a bit quick. We've only been talking for 35 minutes. Has well, I've got a question before we got onto our next game, then. Go on, then. Just, just, just between, so... I mean, it, when, when I'm stealing it from the comments, so I'll, I'll, I'll just find the comment just as I say it is. Um, given everything that's riding on it, which is going to be more nerve-wracking, Thursday when we're not playing 
or the final game of the season when we are. Bearing in mind, we can't be relegated on Thursday. No. But we can be back in the bottom three. Back in the yeah, yeah. I think both, mate. But on Sunday, we'll be watching our game. And on Thursday, there's nothing we can do about it. We're not at the game. We've got no fans at the game. We've got, you know, we've got nothing going on in terms of Leeds. Leeds aren't doing anything, so... Yeah, we can cheer on. We can cheer on uh, with a playing Villa. Not that we ever would ever yeah, do Burnley, that. Yeah, Villa. Villa oh, well, imagine and, Simon um... cheering on Villa. It'd be shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Come on, man. Um, hey, yeah, not, not just Burnley. Fan. Everton are doing their level best to still be involved in this relegation battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who got, do they play? Um, Spurs. No, Palace. Uh, Alex, no, Crystal Palace. Palace, Palace midweek. They're home to Palace. That's then, not an, that's Arsenal. not an easy game. No, no, it's not. Home to Palace and then away to Arsenal's. Everton. No, ah. If we get a result next week and Everton don't pick up any points, I'll tell you what, they could find themselves in a, a heap of shit. If we don't get a, if we get a result next week, all ah, right, got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. If we start um, the weekend and they don't get any yeah. points, I think you know. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I mean, for for for, for, for the for the neutral, it's quite an ex- exciting end of the season in it. You know, it's it's it is quite exciting. But I'd rather not be a part of it and finish fucking sixteen. Do you know Ever- Everton? Looking at it, Everton really need to pick something up on Thursday. You know, yeah, they really even, if, do. even a draw won't be that good though. Because uh, uh, well, two draws for them would put them if we won on the same points, but. They'd be up on goal difference if Burnley got points. I'm talking about between us and Everton. They think they're one ahead of us out there with one game in hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so that they drew, or drew, if they got a point from both their games, they're safe. They need, they need yeah. two points to stay up effectively based on our yeah. goal difference. That's exactly um, it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll just fly through before we do go into the next, uh, next, next. Fixture, uh, fucking hell, I'm losing it. Uh, we will go through and just fly through a few of the comments because I've seen a couple of quite interesting ones as I've been, uh, as I've been, uh, talking, I suppose. Uh, the problem, as I see, it, is the manager is totally out of his depth in the premiership. See, I'm not sure I completely agree with this, and I'll come to you two, you, you three in a, in a moment, but the, the guy's managed in the Premier League, uh, in the Champions League, um, and you know, he's done things that at Le- Leipzig. Uh, that managers haven't done for a long time. So I don't know what he, uh, did, did you know much about him before? Any did any of you know much about him before he came? Before he came to uh, Ellen Road, didn't have a clue who what. I didn't have a clue who the else was. I didn't have a clue, a clue what freaking Ekin bottom was. There's a theme here, isn't there? Yeah, I just don't have a clue. Who's that? The hawk. How do you know who the hawk was? Yeah. Nope, I didn't have a clue who he was. Hawk with his best mate. I'm not having... Oh, Steve yeah. Evans with his best mate. Steve Evans. I didn't know who Steve Evans was. I knew who he was. <laughs> Especially that um, piss out of him in his sombrero when uh, Rotherham came the, came here for uh, the <laughs> last game of the season. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway. Uh, so but you didn't know the ex-Bansley gaffer. You, so you, you, you knew the ex-Rotherham gaffer, but not the ex-Bansley gaffer. Yeah. Well, that's only because he came out into fucking Ellen Road last game of the season with a... Whatever, whatever it's called on, on in it. It's a a caftan, I think yeah. it would have been, wasn't it? Caftan sombrero and shaking his ass at South Stand. Like you don't forget <laughs> that. That'll that'll haunt my dreams forever. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I, 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 I mean, I, I knew of Jesse March. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know much about him. Uh, I, I knew of him. Um, you know, he's, 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 he's like you say, he's managing Champions League. So I knew of him. I, I, I didn't know much about him. You know, I didn't know his his life history. I didn't know that um, much about his playing days. So you know, I, I think it's one of those. Isn't it? You, you start looking into. Bastard. Yeah, but I didn't even know that until after he joined. Yeah. It's a nice video to watch, though. But um, I think. Um, it's, it's instead of, instead you, of sheep, instead of counting sheep to go to sleep, Gilly, instead of counting sheep to go to sleep, I just count Jesse Marsh's booting Beckham's jumping over fences like little stills that I've that I've created on pain. <laughs> um, anyway, this one was really interesting, guys. The 49ers are taking over. Jesse spent four hours after the match in Leeds Marriott. One of the 49ers has been staying there for the past month. Listen, I'd love to believe this, and I love I love a good rumor, and I love believing stuff. So if you can tag the pod in any any sort of um, evidence, I suppose, or, or or anything that sort of you know solidifies that, then we'd be more than happy to have a bit more of a read into that. Because it's the first I've heard of it. Has anybody else seen that? Nope. No. 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 Oh yeah, we'll look forward to that then, uh, Alison. We got we got Smarty on on Twitter tonight, so he's uh, he's looking after the. Social media, uh, I? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did call some Chris Tarrant this afternoon. <laughs> give all, give all to one window to see if he can get Marsha's signings in. That's Mark's suggestions. I think, I think if we give say, all to one window, not we give Marsha window. No, I think he means the both together. I think as, as a as yeah. a unit and just 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 because. I agree with you in 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 the whole Matt. I believe that or when he's done his job, when when he's been asked to find somebody, he's done his job. You look at Raf, an absolute bargain. You look at the job he had to do with quality, quantity over quality when he first came in to get you know try and get earn the club a bit of money in selling on young players. And then you look at the twenty threes that he signed, and, and you absolutely can't knock one of them. There's not there's not one of those that we can't. You know that, that that we look at, and and you look at Drama's been out on loan and got Player of the Year at Cardiff. You got Somerville who looks really exciting. Um, Lewis Bear who's come in and done a job in the first team in a couple of games, um, and, and 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 plenty of others as well that I've probably not even spoken about. Get Joffe and and Greenwood. So you cannot knock the twenty threes recruitment and um, first team recruitment. They're up for debate, aren't they? I mean, you look at you look at Rodrigo, Dan James. Um, Firpo and a few others, and you can see why people are questioning him and, and where he's coming from. What do you make of those signings, Simon? Do you think they should have been far more prominent this season for us on paper? Uh, I, I'm not so sure. I, I think I think that the guys that you mentioned are limited with what they can offer. Um, no. What about value just, for money, though? Do you think we've got good value for? We haven't got good value for money, surely, for those players. It's, have we? it's just it's the market today. It's today's market, isn't it? Um, you don't get a lot for your dough, unfortunately. Um, but I, I, when I look at the signings, I think you do on cbd.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just had a look at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't, yeah, I don't think you get great value for you do these days. Um, and and when I look at the likes of Dan James and and you, Rodri, what what better could we have got, really? 
don't yeah. think there's much well, they saying all, all, you know, all over Christmas and the transfer window, weren't they? They said that they've got nothing. There's nothing out there relatively, you know, in, you know, well, I won't say cheap enough, but within our, you know, price range that, that yeah. is better than what the current crop of reserves that we, we have in the squad. It, I, I the think other side of it as well. Just, just an additional element. You mentioned Dan James there, and and yeah, I I mentioned the value associated with that deal. But let's not forget, they did actually get him to the cusp of signing that in a lead shirt at Elland Road, ready to sign for just under ten million, I think he was at the time. Yeah. Um, and it was ones that pulled the deal. So you know, they found the player, they found the player that they also wanted, and got. And let let's be honest, that that is. A good deal at that point, and then I think he went to the for what 15 16 million was it? So, I think, in terms of the job that they've done, I mean, once he's gone to the scum and he's played in the Champions League, you're going to pay a premium for a player. Bielsa still wanted him, they paid a premium for a player, but they were in for him, yeah. and they had him at Island Road in Leeds Kit. You know, they've got they've done everything that he could to get that over the line. Now, there's, yeah. you know, there's, there's accusations that that Rads has cheeked out at the end. And that's why it didn't quite get over the line and that sort of thing. I, I don't think I came across in the Amazon documentary. It was literally, it was, um, it, it was Hugh Jenkins, wasn't it? Um, at Swansea that, that just stopped answering the phone. So I think we're in, we're in that position where um, they, they've done the work. They, they've done all the legwork to get the player in that the club wanted. It's not your think earphones, it's spent... Gilly's internet. It's Gilly's internet. Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm struggling yeah, again. On. <laughs> it happens <laughs> at some point every week. Um, so just, just, just that point is they've done the work to get the player in at good value and then had to pay over the odds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And I don't think, I don't, I think, I think all of those players, whilst they haven't showed great value for money when you consider it's, you know, 30 million quid or whatever, we have seen in endorsers some real good performances from all of them. You know, from all of them, they've all done their little their bits. Do you know what I mean? They've not been fantastic. They've not they've not put in eight out of tens every week or, or, or higher. Do you know what I mean? But they have put some important performances in and scored some crucial goals and, and contributed to the squad. So I think I think we probably are overcritical and overexpected as a Leeds fan. I think it comes quite naturally because we think we're the biggest club in the world and the best fans and and we just almost think that 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 every player should cost us ten million and be a Lionel Messi type thing. You know what I mean? But in reality, I think you could. Yeah, I think you're probably right, Simon. I think I think I think I think this this market this this day and age for us for a Spanish number nine who's starting at Valencia, yeah, 20, 20 odd million, twenty seven million, whatever he cost, isn't expensive. No. The fact that he hasn't. The fact he hasn't come over and, and adapted to the Premier League that overly well, but still put in some good performances, I think you have to take the rough with this move. Hundred percent. There's been a lot, a, a lot bigger and better players come over that have cost a lot less than him that have struggled. So, you know, yeah. it's always a bit of a gamble. You know, he's like Absolutely. a he's like a Spanish Alex Mower. <laughs> <laughs> and just one thing on that as well is if you go back to to, to what Wilkinson said about signing players. Uh, and bear in mind what a legend he is to us, is he said, if you've got a manager that's, or, or I guess director of football that goes along with this, if you've got somebody that's signing players and one in two is any form of success, you're exceeding expectations. Yeah, there you go. Mm. No, yeah, fair point. For every Wazim boy, you've got a Samu Saiz. You know, for every Madja yeah. Gomez, you've got a Mateus Click. Yeah, we we've done pretty oh, he's, well. Pretty he's throwing fair. some good names out there. Magic Gomez. <laughs> Magic Gomez. What about Powell Sibitsky? 
Yes, um, oh, yeah. Do you know what? I, I genuinely thought that when Click came back, he thought he were back on the money train and he were coming back and going to get a chance. Yeah. yeah J-Roy Grot. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, moving on to some more comments, lads, and then we'll go, we'll go on to the game at the weekend. Uh, do you remember the film Face Off? We have re- reappointed Heckingbottom with the face of <clears> Jesse Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt James deserved a straight. <laughs> Matt James deserved a straight red. We haven't seen that yet. Here, here, Matt. No, I'm not having any of that. I'm not having any of that at all. Guys, you say well, like, well, like Paul, Paul Heckingbottom pulls off Jesse Marsh, Jesse Marsh's <laughs> face, uh-huh. and he's Brentford away. It was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got away with it too if it went for those. Yeah, millions. like a villain in Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. Said that last week, didn't we? Uh, yeah. We'll not be able to cope with watching the game on Thursday. I think I'm going to avoid watching any football on Thursday night. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I can cope. I think I'm going to be with you, Bundy. Um, followed Leeds for over 50 years and I've earned the right to call this. fool. And well, well, yeah, fish eyed fool. Uh, Bandit agree. Uh, Alison, that doesn't sound like you to call people names. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm assuming you're agreeing with this post rather than yeah. this post. <laughs> um, have a pick of have a pick, friend, stay in there. Ah, oh, this is on about in the uh, the hotel. You're just reading their conversation that they're having amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah, oh, DM the picture. Have you checked? Has everyone checked their DMs? Because oh. Alison's DM the picture, we won't share it because it's obviously she wants to keep it quite. Um, yeah, she wants to keep it quiet she said it's 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 it is <laughs> there we go uh, that's the bar in the hotel right so we have seen it we have seen I've seen the picture I don't know if anyone else has seen it <clears throat> oh yeah don't know the guys don't know the guys he's with her but one's in a lead shirt and one's got his back to us so um, look I'm sure I'm sure time will tell there's going to be rumours there's going to be speculation floating around the club obviously now um, there's obviously a lot of frustration a lot of anger a lot of, a lot of needles <laughs> shall we say uh, floating around at the minute so it takes us on I think to, to, to Brentford we've spoken about the teams Thursday regardless of what happens on Thursday go on sorry just, sorry. <laughs> just, just before we do get on to, on to Brentford our, our game of the season I want to ask Simon what it's like to be preparing because obviously you've been in exactly this situation the first of all, the last time we were well, what we're asking him that at the end then smarty. All right, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, well, this is the reason why I wanted him to come on anyway. <laughs> obviously, you've had it first hand but being a Leeds United player uh, in that sort of you know situation. How do you prepare for that sort of fight at the last game of the season, knowing that you're potentially your Premier League career? He's on the line. Uh, I'll probably trace back to sort of the first year because the, the, if you if you can recall the the year before we got re- relegated was pretty close as well. Yeah. Um, so that year everything seemed a little bit more relaxed. Um, I don't know if everybody just had full sort of belief in in the squad or I'm not sure what it was, but the. The actual year where we got relegated, um, it, it, it's sort of difficult me, difficult for me to sort of speak on it because I probably would, it, it, you know, depending on who listened, it, I'll probably get hammered for it by by sort of former players. Um, yeah. for, for, as a young player that would sort of do anything, anything to get results, it was a hard watch at times, um, a real tough watch because you had probably half the squad that 
sort of shared the same values as myself and had the same mentality and half the squad uh, weren't really asked, excuse me, French. So, yeah. um, I mean, for, for the ones that, that you could tell genuinely cared, it was, it was tough. Um, and you just, you'd need all the backing and support you can get. Uh, otherwise, it, it, it's an even tougher task than, than it already is. Um, but I, I, I mean, I recall when I when I played in that the Portsmouth game, everybody was just so tense, and and there was no real belief that was going to go out there and get a result. So, was that at home? Know, yeah, yeah. I was there I that got, game. Yeah, I, think I, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game. Um, I mean, I mean, we, I think we had Dom and Dom Matteo and Radaby in, in midfield, centre mid. Uh, we had there was no players fit, and it was just it was just it's very difficult mentally. It's really it's a real battle. It's a real battle um, to keep positive, and you know you sometimes like you say you're not just relying on yourselves. You're relying on other games and and so forth. And it's just yeah, it's it's a, it's a difficult moment, and that's what I tweeted like that more than ever the, the guys will need the, the fans and the supporters on Sunday. Yeah. One one last roar, you know. Hmm. I think no, there's, there's, there's been some comments that I've seen that I've been surprised at. <clears throat> uh, more on Facebook than Twitter, to be fair, which is, which oh, is God, never look at that a good place to be. But um, a lot of criticism of fans for backing the players based on the fact that the performances have been poor. And you're thinking, what sort of shit are you talking about? Aren't we there to support our players come what may? Isn't that what... Isn't that what it's all Match about? Them together, yeah. tied before yeah. self, and, and uh, exactly. Uh, aren't we there? Whatever and ever will follow our team, team you know. So I, 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 there's been there's been a lot of shit, and I think somebody's mentioned about the um, the immaturity of some of our fans. It, 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 I, and to be fair, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm agreeing with something that Moore said, and I'm reflecting on the last podcast that we had where Moore just ripped apart everything to do with the club. But at the same time, it, it, it is that. Don't have a go at people for supporting the club that they've supported all their life. Mm. Yeah, no, and it goes back. It goes back to the conversations we've had earlier on in the season when things weren't going so great around social media and and it being a breeding ground for negativity and and it people give, gives people an opinion that wouldn't have been had before unless you'd been to watch the game live. You know, you can everybody can watch a game now on their on their you know dodgy boxes and 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 streaming and 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 then they can jump straight on Twitter and they can voice the concerns immediately while they're angry while they're upset. You know, and it just never happened like that before. So people used to go to the pub and used to argue or talk about it, have a few pints and fuck off home and it'd be forgotten about. But now yeah. it, it's just an echo chamber for negativity all week and it just builds and it just sparks snowballs. And it's, it's not, it doesn't help anybody, you know. Um, more, I'm very pleased to agree with you tonight because I don't know if you were drunk the other day, um, but <laughs> some of the stuff you were saying uh, was probably wrong. Shall we say? Um, <laughs> Are you telling that he can't have an opinion? It genuinely, it genuinely yeah. felt like there were a scum fan that were trolling us in the comments. It did. Yeah. So, yeah, last couple of comments. Someone if you, if you listen then. carefully, you can hear the blur of a fucking keyboard going mad. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about this one then? Pontus Janssen, is it? What, oh. How's he going to give? Come on! I mean, let's yeah, be honest. Every, every big goal. game that we, every every big game we ever had that he played in, 
He fucking bottled it. And it's nailed on that he's not going to yeah. bottle this one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. I won't be surprised if he scores. Oh. Or something. I think I've just been threatened. Oh, careful. I told you I could hit a keyboard going. And then Jay's managed to get his phone off the off the worktop. He's just got a peg up from one of his mates next door. Imagine if we'd followed that logic in half the games this season where we've had to come from behind, for fuck's sake. Yeah, fair point, fair point. Uh, right then, let's get on to, uh, to, to to the last part of the pod this week. I've got some um, very bad news, I'm afraid. Liverpool, go Liverpool have gone in front. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, don't I don't give a fuck about top end at table, mate. <laughs> Um, it's probably right just then. been down the bottom in it, let's be honest. But just on that Pontus Janssen then, Brentford away, lads. We go into that, I believe, needing a minimum of a point. I think Brent, I think, I think Burnley will get a point at either, at either. Ars- no, who do they play first? Villa and uh, then Newcastle. Villa, Villa and Villa Newcastle, Newcastle, sorry, yeah. Villa and Newcastle. I think they'll get a point from one of those two games, and that will put them equal on points with us and send them down on points difference. I believe they'll get a point. I think we need to go to Brentford and get the minimum of a point. What about you guys? Do you think do you think we have to play to so win? Bear in we mind, have to not get beat. So Newcastle beat Arsenal last night. And quite comfortably, to be fair. Yeah, did. Um so New- Newcastle in a bit of form. Our problem is Brentford are in a lot of form. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, 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 there's a lot of people saying that Brent, uh, that um, Burnley won't get anything, so they got beat off Villa at, um, at home, three nil, three nil, and now yeah. and now they've got to go to Villa's last game of season at home, uh, away at Villa Park, Villa's last home game of the season, and try and get something, having been beat three nil at home, it's a tough ask, it and is. then go away to Newcastle, um, at home to Newcastle. Oh, no, sorry, he's is in it. He's at home to Newcastle. I don't know. I, I I can see them getting potentially a point if Newcastle are on holiday by the time that that cut rolls around. I don't see him getting anything at Villa based on the fact that they've just been beat final off them at, at, at home. Going away to Villa Park, I, I don't see him getting anything. But... Are you are you are you with the belief that that Burnley don't pick up another point? No, I th- that's what I was saying. I think if Newcastle aren't beach by the time they play them, they might get a point there. I can't see them scoring enough goals to be clear enough. So I, I think they get one more point, meaning that we need at least a point. Yeah, I think I think that's about right as well. Like you too. I, I don't think Burnley pick up any more. I think that I think it's done and dusted, lads. Fucking hell, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I, I, I can't see him getting anything at Villa on Thursday. And uh, after watching Newcastle versus uh, Arsenal yesterday, they, I said I think I said it to you, Luke, a couple of weeks ago. When you're in that that sort of mid-table zone, and you excuse my French, got fuck all to play for. It, you play, it's so relaxed, and you just play with such a freedom. Like the game becomes easy, and I think that's what you saw when they played Arsenal. Tell you what, say. You played for Leeds. You can fucking swear if you want. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't see. I, I, and looking at it, I, I'm not sure about the Everton Palace game, but if Everton don't pick anything up uh, on Thursday, well, I think we come. I, I think Everton and Burnley finish below us. I think we beat yeah. Brentford. 
I think both of them. I've got. I, I've got a point to make on that that that, that Mars just made there is. Will win. I don't think Brentford will be as up for it as us and they struggle to beat Teman Evan. I think that is bang wrong. I think that if uh, you ask Thomas Frank which game he wants to win all season, he says Leeds. Based uh, on what happened well. when we got promoted. He would promoted, love to send us down. He'd yeah, love to send us down. Absolutely. Based on what happened when we got promoted and the mind the gap Thomas Frank and all of that shit that we loved, What's he will really, really yeah. enjoy putting us down. Yeah, it really will. So I think they'll be bang up for that game. I really do. Smile. I disregard an Everton. I think I, I agree with Simon to a degree. I think I think it could be done dusted. I don't see I don't see Burnley getting another point. If they were to get something, I think they probably might get a point against Newcastle. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know something about the whole Chris Wood thing. That's like a, I don't know, but in in my opinion, yeah, you're right. I think I think um, I think Thomas Frank would love to see us down. I, I, I think they, they'll be absolutely bang up for it, and that's why we need to buy be absolutely bang up for it. And we need to go with an attitude of trying to win. We can't so, go with an attitude of let's play for a draw and this that, and the other. We need to uh, we need to get stuck into them fuckers. Does that Brett, depend Brett on Thursday results? You are. That'll depend completely. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Burnley get a result against Villa. If I'm totally honest, I think if they were going to get anything, they get it from Newcastle. But we were at our most dangerous when we were pretty much guaranteed safety last season. Like Simon said, you know, and we were playing free flowing football. They've got a couple of players back. You know, Newcastle. I don't think there is a, a, such a thing as on the beach. To be honest, I, I don't agree with that. You go out, you do your job. You you enjoy your football well, when you've got nothing to be. Afraid of so yeah. Somebody you know, just Newcastle mentioned there Newcastle. The Newcastle players will be playing for a shirt next season because they're going to bring in. Exactly. You know exactly. they're going to be bringing in a lot, of, a lot, a lot of uh, talent. I should imagine. Imagine, imagine them signing Raf and having Raf and Sam Maximan on the wings. Don't want to. You know, really don't imagine want playing it. against dangerous. that. Imagine being a fullback and playing against that. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so, to your point, yeah, yes, I mean, Matt, I, where you're saying that you don't see Burnley getting out. Um, he's lost the last well, two, but that. before that, well, I think you said not for the rest of the season, didn't you? Or was that just Thursday? I, I'd like to think, no, I don't think I don't see him getting anything against Villa. I'm not right. too sure about Newcastle, I don't know because if you look at their form, they've won two, drawn one, lost two out of the last five. Yeah. None of us saw them going three unbeaten, winning two of there's, them. There's, there's pressure, a lot, there's a lot of pressure now, the pressure's on them, innit? You know, it, there is a lot of pressure there. They've got to so get a result, said, and, and they, they have to get a result out of the next two fixtures. Some, they have yeah. to, otherwise we're gone. Bandy said it though; they've been there before, and a lot of their players have been there. Before. Yeah, but I would under dash. I would under dash though. Yeah. Do they yeah, still have it? They've not got me, and they've they've got a couple of uh, of, of their strong players missing. Tarkowski's you know, still out, I mean, isn't he? Everton, Everton at same Everton. You know, really, they are in a free role. Yeah, they, they've got to go and get a result. Ideally, out one of these. Palace, of these. Palace is a tough game, man. Palace can be well. You can know they beat anybody on their day. It's a yeah. tough, tough fixture. It's a shame though. it's not at Sellers, though, isn't it? It's a shame. Yeah, it's not yeah. At all. yeah. Um, but like I say, but if they go to Arsenal, the last game of the season, having to having to get something. something. And Arsenal are going to be hungry because they're hoping that Tottenham, you know, top four, like, yeah. throw, throw yeah. a wobble. It's, it's going to be exciting. Me. It's going to be exciting. That is it. That, no matter what, so, it's going to be exciting. So you asked about the, the results and who they've got them against, Luke. Uh, yeah, beat sorry. Watford away. Um, 
beat Wolves at home, beat Southampton at home, but drew with West Ham away. Right. Okay. Mm. Ah, okay. Points. I, I still don't think I still don't think they've got enough. Uh, I think I think they will scrape a shitty lucky point in one of the two games, and it'll be a shitty one. Um, Everton or Burnley, sorry. I think I think Burnley. Will, I think Everton will probably be safe, and I think. But I think Reckon. I think it's between. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I hope not because I'd love them to go down more than anybody. Uh, just simply yeah, because. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, them or Burnley, obviously not us, but but Everton just because of just because of Lampard, yeah. do you know what I mean? But, Everton um, for me because they've never been relegated and it'd be a big ass fucking wake up. And they'd be fucked if they went down. down. They'd go down again. It would be fucked. Yeah, they would go they'd straight down the line. After the squad had just disappeared overnight, and they'd be absolutely fucked. And Frank Lampard would have to leave because he won't be able to. You know, he won't be able to do it. It'd be fucked when he. It'd be um, working for CB. I wonder if Mason Mount will come to to, uh, to Everton. I thought at UK. <laughs> Fucking hell! Come on, come and stack me, uh, stack me shelves for me, Frank. <laughs> um. Um, so, how do we set up then? I mean, it's obviously gonna, it's gonna have a lot to do with, uh, with Thursday and results on Thursday. Because if if Burnley pull a magic out there, I'd, I'd get three points on Thursday against Villa, which nobody would see. We have to then, no matter what, win that last game uh, with any for any chance of staying up. Um, but I believe, I believe that I believe we go into Sunday in the same positions we're all in now. I don't think, I don't think, I, th- I think Palace will probably beat Everton, or they might get a point at Everton. Um, and then I think, I think, don't think Burnley get anything from Villa, so we probably go in in a relatively similar position. Do we line up then, not to be beaten with the two pivots, or do you think he fancies the one pivot with Calvin in there now and? Um, and we go for it. The latter, because the two pivots we play absolutely shite football. The two absolutely two condensed, shite. aren't we? In a, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, a, in a in a thin formation, with two, they might as well just fucking play one of them fucking football table things where you spin it. I mean, they struggle to pass to each other at best of times at minute, but no spinnies. When you can <laughs> no literally spinnies, throw a blanket over middle at pitch and have them all under there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we need to play like we did against uh, Brighton on weekend. Yeah, Simon, okay. how would you line up? How would you line yeah. up in, in terms of your squad and, and your players if you were to pick I, the team I, on Sunday? I, I would just go for it within reason. Um, obviously, de- uh, depending on Thursday's results, but uh, listen, you can't go into football matches in fear. Uh, I think if you do that, you, you, you're fighting a losing battle from the start. So I think just going to it fearless. We, I think we can with the players we've got. We can still hurt, but uh, Brentford, and uh, I think I feel I think it's a game we'll win. I'm I'm confident. I'm really confident. Really confident. I don't know. I hope it's not this place confident. Yeah. What What's your starting lineup then, Gilly? How would you line up? I'm sure we'll all probably agree on this anyway. I'd 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 go back to the four one four one. I wouldn't I wouldn't play the penis formation. And and I and back to your point. I think we played the penis formation against the the big teams. To set up not to get beat and try and eke out a draw, we've got to go and we've got to win this game. And I think, yeah. um, uh, uh, you know, we're looking at Calvin's getting back to fitness. You know, we, we know that he was coming back from injuries, getting back to fitness. He's well capable of handling that role on his own. And you're right, when, when we're playing condensed midfield, we don't give him the space to hurt opposition uh, and, and pick out those passes, which we did see him start to do later on in the game against Brighton. So I think that. For, for me, what I would line up, um, I would probably start Shaq over Cock. 
Uh, I thought he added a bit of a different dimension. He, he, he t- did, did take a lot. You know, I, I know that you thought that Cock played really well. He was quite out of position a couple of times, but for me, it's his pace more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Shaq's pace can get him out of uh, out of trouble. I probably go Furpo other side. I'm afraid, um, and I'll go Coupleurente in the middle. We definitely start Melier if he's fit. Um, we start Calvin if he's fit. I would go Click and Rodrigo, and I would go uh, Jackie and Rafinha on the wings, and and. If Bamford's not fit, which we don't expect him to be because he didn't start at the weekend, uh, he wasn't even on the bench at the weekend, should I say, um, that I think we stick with Joffy. So that that's probably what I would do based on what we did in the last game. Yeah. Yeah. I Smart, think, he's I got think, something I to say. Pretty much right. You're not happy? I mean, I, I no, no. No, no. I, I think you're absolutely bang on in what you're saying about Bamford, to be fair, mate. For me, a half fit Patrick Bamford starts. Even if it, even if it's just for, for 40 minutes, we played so much better against Norwich and against Wolves when Bamford were up front. Even if it's just an half appearance, if we can snatch a goal, maybe even two, it's worth it. And then we can... maybe just two. Just give him two <laughs> goals. <laughs> You've been out for fucking have been out for nine months, mate. On and off, just give us two goals. Bamford at trick. Um, but no, I'd I'd start Bamford, even if it's just literally even if, if if it's half an hour, I mean, you you normally you probably agree with me. Half an hour, and then and then swap him maybe for for, uh, for, no. for Joffrey. I'm with you. I, I, I am with you. He's so critical to the way that those players play. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I'd have him even if it's. Just, I mean, it's at the end of the day, we're we're gambling with our survival in the Premier League. We've literally got to take these these chances, and we've got to take these risks if we want to. If 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 we're willing to throw it all out there, get Bamford on, even if it's for half an hour. Rattle their defense a little bit. It can pull them here, there, and everywhere. Let Rafinha and Harrison do their things. Yeah. Even let Joffy come into the fold a bit. I'd probably drop Rodrigo to start off with, and I've, and I've got uh, uh, Joffy playing off Bamford, and then yeah. bring bring Rodrigo in once Bamford or whatever come off. That, I think if you're doing that, you start Greenwood, don't you? Jo- Joffy's Joffy's either nine. either or either. I'm not really bothered, but yeah, yeah one of them. Two. It's just worth yeah. noting as well, lads. I know we're speaking about us and Burnley being in this relegation battle, but Everton had two two red cards in the last game. Um, yeah. You know the, the frustrations are high there. Um, just on Brentford quickly, I know we're we're lining up against the Brentford side that have won seven of the last ten. Um, beating Chelsea, uh, West Ham. They beat Chelsea four-one. Uh, beating West Ham, uh, one draw in there against Spurs, and they've only been beaten by Leicester and and Scum in the last in the last ten. But to and be they fair, they've game. both been terrible other than those games. Leicester yeah. and the Scum have been awful recently, so it's yeah. really you can't call it. You just can't call no, it. No, you, you, you can't. And I think I think we're going to turn up fired up, and we just need to you know control the aggression. Uh, make sure we don't do anything stupid in that first sort of 10 15 minutes. Fuck yes. Uh, <laughs> fuck hell yes. Yeah. Again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right then, I think if we're all happy with that, I think we've just got to do the last part of the uh, the, the last predictions, Gilly, if you're ready to take them. I am indeed. Uh, and I'll even play it. Perfect for it. Water, no better predictions. Look at you. Right. Fastest figure. Right. <laughs> you know what? Go I'm going to come to you first, Si. Because I've only had about three predictions from your season. <laughs> <laughs> apologies, <Yeah>. apologies. <laughs> I'm going 3 1 leads. Beast Bosch Bang. There we go. I'll take that. Marty. 2 0 leads. 
<laughs> I'm loving the optimism, lads. I fucking am. <laughs> Are you going to keep it going, though, Luke? I'm going to all. <laughs> Call yourself a Leeds fan. <laughs> Call yourself a fan. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm going Leeds win. I'm going 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. Oh. Two, one. And we then from a fan's fan prediction, fan prediction and if that was... Oh, Jay's got his in uh, little dwarf there, little uh, half man, half flump, three one. Mark Rollinson <laughs> one one, the fans one one. So I cannot now finish top because I've gone for a draw, the same as the fans. Mark Rollinson with a one all, but one all um, to lead. Right, so one all. Oh, to no, we're going to say no. Well, that's it then. If that's what we're taking, then the fans have won the league because they can't get a minus five. So uh, even stats can't overtake them from second place. Congrats, well done, fans. That was a shrewd move by Mark Rollins. They probably have little fan zone meetings saying, right, tonight, what by the we way, do? we don't back against Leeds. By the way, whoever, uh, whoever wins the, the league has to buy everyone else a pint, so you might as well start right, yeah. off and me and get all these guys <laughs> flicking some coin in there. I've got them all written yeah. down, all the ones that, that yeah. predicted we'll from together the fans. Uh, we'll just fire out a Weatherspoon's table number and uh, get a load of portion of peas and shit like that sent to <laughs> Through some of these, uh, through the, some of these last comments, lads, and we'll call it a night. Eh? Um, good. He can fuck off and go chew on a plant whilst tapping his watch. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, that a, is that a vegan option? That yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm guessing that's Thomas Frank. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Howe, Trippier, Chris Wood are all ex Burnley. Good point. Uh, long live Simon Johnson. Long live Bielsa. <laughs> there you go. A bit of, long a bit of fan Simon mail for you, Simon. <laughs> Newcastle will Take win that. for it. Football is not personal. I can't stand Frank, but we'll win. Uh, Everton now with a couple of suspensions. Yeah, well said, Jay. Burnley are in the bottom three. Even if they go one, <laughs> pressure will take it toll. Sorry, I have a lovely Mark's comment for further down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, uh, Palace will beat Everton and Everton will lose to Arsenal. So that more it's, suggesting it's, that it's, it's a great show, that, you know, I'm telling you. <laughs> great shows. Apart from our format, it's been vintage season with meaningful games at the top and bottom on last day. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. KP has seen the empty in the back four, four, one, four, one. Get the wingers wide. I think that's really important, isn't it? We play so much better yeah. when we've got some width because the penis I like formation. They are wingers in defence. <laughs> yeah, but, but do you know what? We also we've got to commit the fullbacks forward because with the two centre halves and Calvin there, we've got enough protection if they don't yeah. both overcommit. Yeah, those overlaps and, and the overloads yeah. out wide was what Bielsa was famous for, and that's yeah. what got us so much success. Yeah. We've stopped doing that and it's gone dry. Let, let, yeah. Let's just do what worked. Like we're almost yeah, too right. easy to we're almost too easy to attack, aren't we? Because we're so yeah. you know we're so stagnant. Um, Mark, line up how we finished the second half against Burnley. We never wanted to go there for a game, just wanted it over. Uh, yeah. Jake oh, sorry, hang on. Sorry, have you ever not wanted to go out there for a game? Just wanted it to be finished before it started. Is he talking to me there? Yeah, yeah. I think You're so. Yeah. Timing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, all I'd say just saw him and if you want. It <laughs> <laughs> <He> was that. <laughs> 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 nah, do you know what? Nah, not really. I can't, not that I can recall. Not that I can recall. Nah. 
No, it's all about when you're playing for sport. It's all about winning. You want to win every game, don't you? And if mm. you know, if you don't, you're not. You don't. You're not a fucking proper sportsman. <laughs> Our young players have no fear. I honestly see us winning. Um, not liking that. Who is for Brentford the game then? Uh, is that who's there? Uh, nobody got a ticket apart from seventeen hundred. I think we've got a thousand away season ticket holders. So pretty much nobody's going apart from away season ticket holders and everything. But yeah, because they've only got still... five, five fans themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I've entered a couple of competitions though today on Twitter to sit in the Brentford end. If you get four tickets, if you if you win, <laughs> uh, so, <Yeah. laughs> uh, so that should be fun. But I'm still undecided as to whether I'm going to go down there or we're going to make a big day of it around Leeds. And um, oh, big big um, Lou wanted to meet up with you. Oh, did he? Yeah, I might go down. I don't yeah. know. Uh, we must start with two centre forwards, please. Ooh. Two centre forwards, please. That's a new one well, this season. Well, in the penis formation that that, that, penis, that, yeah. that he plays, they, they do have the two up front, uh, uh, two two just in front of two CDMs, don't they? So. Is that for, for girth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Extra girth. Cock over Lorente. That's interesting. I thought Lorente was good the other night, especially yeah. that ball he sprayed out to Gijoffi. You know, that's come composure that 90, 93rd minute of the game, 92nd minute could have smashed it straight over the bar. I expected it out together. I think Laurent, Lorente next to Cooper's our, our, our best centre back pair. To be fair, a lot of people were shouting shoot from stands. Yeah, they were. <laughs> you could hear it. Shoot! Oh, no, don't shoot, actually. Get into the office. Get everyone into mermaids. Uh, Jay, this time next week it will be. We will know our fate. So, yeah, the show next week, next Tuesday, we'll either be sat here as. A Premier League podcast oh, or, a, uh, or a championship podcast, which will be interesting. Uh, Do you know what? At the end of the month, I'm off, I'm off to Valencia to watch Castellon to thank Pablo for getting his promoted. By that fucking point, he might have all been undone. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, no, Pablo, I might as well not bother coming now. <laughs> I would not dare predict the score on this one, thank God. 8-0 leads. Has anybody got anything they'd like to discuss or add before we close tonight? It's been it's been jam packed. We've had lots to say about everything, apart from I've not really let you lot speak. I think we've all had a fair fair share tonight. Has anyone got an auto no bitter rant actually this week? Have you anyone has anything fucked anybody off badly? Oh my god. No. I mean, so, there is. There's always something that pisses me off. Life pisses me off. But I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start. Because the Potter no better. There we go. Come on, man. Get out. You just fucking triggered me, haven't you? No. To be fair, most of it's just just life shit that's fucking taking piss out of me at the minute. The kids are fucking eating. The car. I might as well have two fucking two missuses because of that fucking demanding. <laughs> um, in, fact, yeah. in fact, I do have one. No, I, I do have one. Arthur can get it fucking bin. Right. So all of this shit about we're gonna come and we're gonna take Rafini, we're gonna sign him. We can't afford him right now. We can't even afford him with his fucking release fee, but we're gonna sign him anyway. We we're not gonna pay the 25 million or 21 million, whatever his release fee is. We're gonna pay less than that because we're Barca. Get fucked. Get it fucking bin. I'm not having any of it. You can fuck off. <laughs> but there you go. Simon, what's fucked you up this week? Get it out. Come on, start sharing. Anything and everything, mate. I'm just, yeah, I'm I'm just all over the shop at the minute a little bit, to be fair. Just like like smarty, life in general. It's just it's just rubbish. Not getting locked in anywhere recently though. 
No. Oh, mate, my head went, you know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I, do you know what? I actually finished the kids up five minutes early. I was cheeky. I bet the parents thinking, cheeky bastard. I finished up five minutes <laughs> early so I could get back. I fucking get, packed the car up, went to go out, fucking gates locked, mate. Unbelievable. <laughs> so apologies, apologies for that last week. Was it, it was last week, weren't it? Yeah. Uh, we'd be fine, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, James I've got one other thing. Sorry, sorry, Go Luke. I've got on. one other thing. Go on. So fucking last week. Sorry, French. It's because I'm angry. We don't um, care. As long as you you can say shit or bugger, it's fine. I, bro- <laughs> I broke car broke down, so um, I had to phone the other half. You've got to come and pick me up, cars. I had some dis- message come on the display screen. All that rubbish. A message. Yeah. So, so was it uh, was, the was it the Maserati or the Ferrari? Yeah, I wish, I wish. <laughs> so he's from Birmingham. It'll be in a frigging hot and gat. I've had to leave the car there overnight. Next day, I've had to fucking pay for it to get towed to the garage. I only run out of diesel, don't know. I only run out of diesel. <laughs> so, yeah. So life, life could be better, but uh, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, mine, mine's pretty similar. Speaking of, uh, Jay, Jay's once got a lot to the scrap yard. I'm not sure what, what that's got to it's do with it. for glove box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I broke down yesterday and I got given a courtesy car. Uh, I just want to show you this courtesy car because it is absolutely unbelievable. Um, it's got CBD written by fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 this is, this is what I'm scooching around in at the minute. One of these wow. little things. Wow. Peugeot 108. Oh, the 108. Yeah, the yeah. 108. One, and honestly, it's the, small, it's the smallest car you've ever seen. I literally get in and have you ever seen that Simpsons episode where it's like the smallest car and all them clowns just start getting that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I like getting bags and shoes and that. I was changing the back of it to go to the gym earlier because I, I went to the gym straight from work. So I, was, I had my gym kit in the back. And I was getting changed in the back. I had to slide the seat forward just so I could get in the room to get my shoes off. And that. You have to wind an elastic band up in the boat for it to go. What the hell you like, Ben? Christ. <laughs> right then, folks. I think that'll probably do us for tonight. Thank you ever so much for the comments, everybody, as ever. Uh, thanks for joining. We will see you. Some of us might see you on Sunday after the game. Um, as a Premier League club uh, or a Championship club. If not, we'll see you again next Tuesday. Uh, thanks, everyone. Cheers, Simon, for joining us. Cheers, lads. And uh, yeah, Cheers, see you next week. Thanks, Cheers everybody. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.